This is In the Know for Monday, May 8, the 128th day of 2023. There are 237 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 103.9 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Look back on Derby weekend and how much more is it going to rain? That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? Okay. Got not, the, yeah, I'm not sure that it's on fire. It's like the curly hair look. And, so you got the rainy yeah. day blowout look. Yeah, you got your rain thing. boots on. And uh, you're just preparing for the day as yes. it is. I don't think we've mentioned on the show, but uh, your mammal, Joyce, has been staying with us for the last yes. uh, week. Yes. And, um, <laughs> so, but... I I observed it's kind of like you're running a bed and breakfast. Yes. Uh you mm-hmm. you're a short order cook. I am. You're uh, housekeeping. Yes. You're um you've made you've probably made more meals in the last week than you've made in the last year. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> okay, that how makes about me the sound last really bad. the last 3 months? How about okay, that? Okay, yeah. So, I'll take that. Well, can you think of another time you've made this many consecutive meals? No. It's a lot, except for it's a little a break on little break on Saturday because I covered I one meal yes. for you, but uh-huh. that uh, that wasn't a whole lot. I mean, it was a lot, but it was only one meal. Well, it, it did help. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> well, maybe so, you enjoyed it. Maybe that well, was the most important part. I, I certainly but, did. But uh, anyway, it's, um, it's, uh, it's been a nice week. A tiring week, I'm sure, for you. Yes. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Cincinnati. Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Rob. How you doing? Good. Looked like you took in some baseball at Great American Ballpark. Uh, slaughter might have been the better word for a lot it, but of, a lot of runs scored, not by for one the wrong team. team. By one team, yes. Uh, yeah, no, it was, I mean it was good. We, my friend and I, have been talking about it all week, and the forecast all week looked a little shaky, and then at the last second it did uh, clear up, and it turned out to be a pretty nice night. I did wonder within uh, within a matter of a few seconds, I saw your tweet, and then I saw uh, another tweet. And yours was a great day for, uh, I don't know, Great American Ballpark or whatever. And then I saw another tweet from someone else and said, uh, 11 runs scored by the opposition and it's only the second inning. And it made me wonder, was your tweet before the game? I presume it was. Uh, or f- top of the first inning. I was going to say, before, yeah. the, before the onslaught uh-huh. of 11 runs. Uh-huh. But, okay. Well, did you, uh, did you get any ice cream in a helmet? No, did but... Did you have Skyline I, chili? I did, did have you? Skyline nachos. Um, which they apparently sell in the helmet, but I realized that it was you got more by getting them in in like the uh, the tray. Mm, yeah, and next time I'm going to need you to do the helmet and bring me back the helmet. Well, uh, I don't know that I would be giving willing to give up the helmet. What if you got two? <laughs> Sam, that's can't a lot. Eat two two helmets full of. Nachos. If I ate two two helmets of Skyline nachos, <laughs> we'd probably have to clear out the Great American Ballpark. <laughs> well, you funny. would you would do that by yourself. I, uh, 
here's some of the here's some of the news headlines. It was a busy weekend, and of course we'll look back on uh, Oaks and Derby Day. Uh, teenager, uh, no, let's get to the weather real quick. Sorry, didn't want to skip over the weather. Uh, we've seen a oh boy a lot of rain yesterday, and uh, we're going to see highs in the 70s this afternoon. We'll top out about 79 here between the lakes. We are we have a chance for continued thunderstorms throughout the day. Maybe some hail. There's been some regional hail over the last uh, well yesterday morning and into the afternoon. And so as we get warmer this week, we're going to have a chance of those pop up thunder showers. But instead of it being a large percentage most every day, uh, today is a 40 percent chance, and then down to 20 percent tomorrow. Wednesday looks to be reasonably dry. Uh, then back to 20 percent on Thursday, 60 percent on Friday in your Mother's Day, looking a little, like a little chance of showers. Uh, but uh, the weekend's going to be warm, 85 and 84, the respective highs for the upcoming Mother's Day weekend. So 80 today, we'll call it 79. Some storms tonight, 63. Um, if you've got softball games scheduled for this evening, probably want to consider that's not going to happen. Yeah, we're, we're feeling confident. We're, we're going in optimistic. You're not the only one with softball games, Sam. We're, we're going in optimistic on our end. The Clarks and Cardinals also have a big, big game today. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he yep. loves that. <laughs> it's almost as if they're, they're, they're trying you. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is, it is, <laughs> it is definitely some type of retribution. Although I, What's I next? would prefer it be the St. Louis Cardinals than the Louisville Cardinals, so that's okay. I'm trying to think what could be the next um, year. Yeah, it could be. It, it, it couldn't get much worse. Uh, the Astros would be bad, too. Uh, for me dodgers yeah that would probably also be bad so nonetheless but probably going to be especially if we get any more rain today for the amount of rain that it's one thing at uh at uh, grayson county high school they can they can get that in better shape some of the other fields a little harder to get uh get into shape a teenager has flipped a truck on falls over rough road that's highway 79 this happened saturday night just before eight o'clock First responders reported to the 15,000 block of Falls of Rough Road at the entrance to Rough River Dam State Resort Park and the Lodge Road there. They found a Chevy Silverado headed northbound, driven by an 18-year-old Breckenridge County man, had dipped off the side of the road. The driver then overcorrected, causing the truck to fishtail, and then got sideways, left the road, and flipped onto its top. The teen driver and a passenger were evaluated at the scene by EMS personnel and refused transport. A man has been killed in a farm machinery accident in Falls of Rough that happened Friday afternoon. Just after 3, the Falls of Rough fire and Grayson County EMS responded to the accident in the 400 block of Highway 110, that's uh, Green Farms Road. They found 72-year-old Bob McDonald of Louisville had been working on a tiller box mounted on a tractor. It appears that the victim was uh, working while he was working. The shirt became entangled in the tiller box and pulled him under. An air evac ambulance was summoned to the scene and landed in the yard, but uh, he was pronounced deceased by the uh, Grayson County Coroner's Office uh, prior to the um, being transported. Apparently, it's a weekend or vacation home for the Louisville resident. And he was there, um, and sorry to report that tragedy. An Owensboro man with a long criminal record was sentenced Friday to a record-setting 14 years in prison for attacking police officers with pepper spray and a chair as he stormed the U.S. Capitol with his wife. Peter Schwartz's prison sentence is the longest so far among hundreds of Capitol riot cases. The judge who sentenced Schwartz also handed down the previous longest sentence, 10 years, 
to a retired New York Police Department officer who assaulted a police officer outside the Capitol on January 6, 2021. You can see a uh, photo there in uh, the circle around uh, Schwartz. I had some uh, harsh words. Um, the district judge, uh, Meta, sentenced Schwartz to 14 years and two months in prison. He said he was a soldier against democracy who participated in the kind of mayhem chaos that had never been seen in our country's history. He went on to say, you are not a political prisoner. You're not somebody who is standing up against injustice or fighting against an autocratic regime. You took it upon yourself to try and injure multiple police officers that day. He had what's called, I saw he's carrying a, like a wooden stick. That's called a wooden tire knocker. I don't know what that is, but it's made out of wood. And you can see it's similar size to like a baseball bat, but it's got kind of grooves in it or something. But anyway, he and his then wife were uh, arrested and joined other rioters there. So that's ongoing. But the longest sentence yet handed out. Later this week, you'll have the opportunity, no questions asked. Well, you'll have to prove that you're a registered voter. But you can vote on Thursday, you can vote on Friday, you can vote on Saturday, or then you can vote on Tuesday. And you can vote on Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Center on Main. Then on Election Day, next Tuesday, you can vote at uh, about what, six different uh, voting centers. Is it seven? I think it's, I, I think it's I, the reason I get that wrong is because it's six in addition to the center on Main, and so uh, but they're scattered out across the uh, across the county and pretty convenient for you. But of course, the, the I mean, really, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, yes, there's a Democratic primary, but why bother? You know, Andy Bashir is obviously winning the Democratic gubernatorial primary, but this is the week where Republicans are going to have to really decide who they feel has the best shot in the general election when they face Andy Bashir coming up in the fall. And so depending upon who you talk to, you will get, you know, get a different answer. And I've kind of talked throughout this campaign season, you know, the agricultural community obviously is uh, pro Ryan Quarles because he's ag commissioner. He's done a good job. He's uh, relatable. He's smart. He's been in the legislature. You got Kelly Craft, who um, I think, from a, maybe a business perspective, I think is likely maybe to garner more of the professional support. And it her messaging is that, you know, she's a political outsider. But I, if you've been the ambassador to Canada and ambassador to the United Nations, I don't know that I can completely call you an outsider. You served in the Trump administration. But you've not served in Frankfurt. You've not been an electorate official, elected official. But we do know the Crafts wield significant power in leadership in Kentucky just because of their their benevolence, their philanthropy, being able to invest in candidates. In fact, she's betting on herself. She loaned her campaign two million dollars just to finish down the stretch. You got Daniel Cameron who is over here, and he is the because of being in the justice system. He he he. His uh, optics appears to be that he's the 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 justice candidate. He would be the uh, law and order candidate, pro law enforcement, pro standing up for these conservative values because he had to do that as attorney general. And then you've got some you know some other outliers that are out Mike there. Mike Harmon, as well. the dad joke guy. The dad joke guy. You got Mike Harmon. I still think Alan Keck. If he had you know three more months, he maybe closes a little better in this race. Uh, but I I do think he'll he'll definitely get some votes, and you may see him in a future run. But what I guess I I guess what now you've got to figure out is you you might 
You might like Ryan Quarles. You may say, I like Ryan Quarles. He has my support. But you have to consider, do if you want to reclaim the office, you got to put, you got to send the nominee who has the best shot against Bashir. And I don't, I can't even tell you for sure who that is. I think I know, but I don't know for certain. So that's what you have to decide in the coming days. But you'll have opportunity Thursday, Friday, Saturday to vote. It's eight to four. I think that's what, yeah, eight to four on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then six to six on Tuesday. Uh, I was sad to learn of the news. During the pandemic, you saw Governor Bashir every day on TV, but you also saw Virginia Moore on TV every day. She was doing the ASL interpretation of Governor Bashir's briefings, and she sadly passed away over the weekend. And Governor Bashir released the news and said he was saddened, and he and Brittany were saddened at that news. Uh, they spent, obviously, a lot of time together mm-hmm. in you know for the, the period of time that those happened, and she was comforting to those people who uh, were unable to hear what the governor was saying during those briefings. And she was a survivor of uterine cancer the, in uh, 2020. At least she recovered from that in 2020, but don't know if that's in any way affiliated with her passing, but uh, really sad to report that. Yeah, she was, it was, you know, Virginia and Bashir. Was that was it on the right. special during it. And she, she would get into it, too. Yeah, she just, you know, she became a... Well, I know, you know I got my mom for Christmas that year a Virginia bobblehead. You did? But it's oh, not I, it's I not her head that, that bobbles, it's her hands. Oh, that's, oh, that's funny. Cool. Yeah, that's neat. That's, that's pretty cool. That is good. All right, uh, a lot of people you know were at the track on Friday and perhaps some on Saturday as well. The later you get in the week, the fewer Kentuckians that are there because the track gets taken over by the, uh, the world's elite. But uh, in the Oaks on Friday afternoon, pretty mischievous, won the $1.2 million Oaks prize survived a late push by gambling girl i thought it was it was interesting you had you know two bad girls Mm -hmm. you had uh, pretty (laughs) mischievous and gambling girl down the stretch there uh, for the oaks to win the the lilies for the phillies that was a pretty exciting day and then i spent friday evening (laughs) i watched uh, i was watching some of the gala coverage that wave had on and they were bouncing around to the various parties and I'm watching the Barnstable Brown party and I'm like glancing at the screen and I paused it. And I'm like, that's Sheriff Chapins. <laughs> and so uh, it was Chris Pine, who was the celebrity that was walking the walking the red carpet there. Well, I but thought he was walking in the, the, the background. He, he already went through. Yeah. They just didn't capture it on, on TV. He, he moonwalked, I think, across the red carpet. But well, he he's was, got the dance background. He was in the background wearing suit and tie, looking good. And so I paused it, <laughs> and I recorded it. I rolled it back. I said, come here. And so I said to he her, said, come here. I said, do you am recognize anybody? Yeah. Am yeah. I crazy? Am I crazy? At, or is this? Well, and then he hits play. Well, when you, when you sent the video at first, I was like, who is that in the front? Like, I was like, I don't know who that is. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I know that guy in the back. I ask you, do you recognize anyone in this uh, video? Yeah. So I sent him a message. Of course, I sent him a text. I said, are you at the Barnstable Round Party? And he said, you never know where I will turn up. But anyway, he had Chris Pine and his family all weekend said they were super nice and um, didn't do a lot of interviews and just kind of enjoyed the enjoyed the derby. But Anyway, I, because it reminded me, the number of celebrities that come to Louisville for the weekend, 
they have to rely upon law enforcement and retired law enforcement officers around the Commonwealth and into southern Indiana to come in and just handle the number of people that um, they're trying to usher around and keep safe during that thing. And it's, it's really putting Kentucky uh, for the world to watch that day. So I also noticed yesterday, early on sun, uh, on Saturday, or one of the early races, Rich Strike, who shocked the world as the Derby winner last year, was on the card and I think was getting a lot of attention but didn't win, hasn't won since, didn't win Saturday. So that started talking about there have been a handful of Derby winners who have won the Derby and never won another race. What a what a race to win! And we're wondering if Rich Rich Strike will be one of those. I noticed that thanks to Rich Strike last year, they they are able to track and see how many long shots get play the year following a long shot win. So mind that bird moved the needle the following year, and Rich Strike moved the needle this year. You didn't see at post time. A lot of fifty to ones, a lot of long odds, because people were saying, "Well, I'm I'm throwing money mm-hmm. on this." It it helps to put money there, which can change the odds. And then I don't know if I like the mattress Mac component to all this or not. When he comes in and just singularly throws a one and a half million dollar bet on a horse, then he's changing the favorite. All of it. he he moves the odds with one bet, and I don't know if that's giving clarity or if that's getting adding confusion. But he ceremoniously just kind of ripped up his ticket because, you know, the news of Forte being out and then Tappet Trice uh, was underwhelming. Angel of Empire wasn't there at the finish. Mage, the winner of Derby 149 with um, Javier Castellano on board. Interesting story. Castellano was going to ride another horse. They wouldn't. They wouldn't allow him to wear the Jeff Ruby logo on his riding pants. And he said, "He's they're my sponsor. If you want me, you get them. They said, well, you can't. So that's what landed him on Mage, and he won. He has th- 391 owners, bought a $50, $50 stake in this horse, and um, an unlikely winner of all the of all the NBC people that I heard make picks, Dale Earnhardt Jr. was the only one yeah, to pick the was. Derby winner. He was. So um, yeah, it's an amazing story. The trainer was interesting, struggling with a little English, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, it was that yeah. was a hard interview to mm-hmm. suffer through. It was like, what is what is he saying? And he was just so you know overcome and surprised, and mm-hmm. you know. You don't get in that race unless you hope that you can win. But, you know, those guys know it's like it's going to take a, like a perfect ride around for us to for us to win. So anyways, a great derby day. The weather was beautiful. We got had to pay it back yesterday with all of the rain. And then some of you were watching NASCAR yesterday. Big fight on pit road after uh, uh, Denny Hamlin bumped Kyle Larson. But then Noah Gragson and Ross Chastain actually throwing punches on pit road after the race uh, yesterday. Uh, Chastain got a big right hook in there on him, so it's like, oh, fight, fight, fight on pit road. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. You could be part of Owensboro Health Story. We have immediate openings for all clinical and non-clinical positions in our new geriatric psychiatric unit at Twin Lakes Medical Center in Litchfield, Kentucky. 
Learn more and apply online at owensborohealth.org slash careers. Again, that's owensborohealth.org slash careers. Owensboro Health. We want to keep you healthy. We want to make you proud. Congratulations. You're going to be a mom. And we're here to help every adorably tiny step of the way. Now expectant and new mothers up to one year are eligible for no-cost health coverage through KCHIP or Medicaid. Just visit us at connect.ky.gov forward slash KCHIP to qualify and enroll. Then sit back and relax for a minute, okay? You've got enough going on. If you're the average person, you only think about income taxes from January to April. But the choices you make 12 months a year have a big impact on your tax return preparation and even your refund. Making adjustments to your financial matters during tax filing season is like trying to lose weight during a routine doctor visit. The certified public accounting firm of Buckles, Travis, and Hart work year-round to advise clients on important financial decisions so that during tax filing season, you're carrying a lot less stress and worry. Join the Peace of Mind team with Buckles, Travis, and Hart. 270-259-5604. Or GraysonCPAs.com. Here's information for voters for the upcoming May primary election. Early voting in the May primary will be available to anyone May 11th, 12th, and 13th from 8 to 4 at the Center on Main in Litchfield. Then on Election Day, May 16th, you may vote at any of the following voting centers. The Center on Main on South Main Street, the Church of Joy on Schoolhouse Road, the Old Caneyville School on East Maple Street, the Falls of Rough Fire Department on Falls of Rough Road, the Rock Creek Voting House on Grayson Springs Road, the Clarkson Community Center on Millerstown Street, and the Big Clifty Community Center on Cemetery Road. No matter where you live in Grayson County, you may vote at any of these voting centers between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. on May 16th. Early voting is only offered May 11th, 12th, and 13th from 8 to 4 at the Center on Main. Find more information at GoVoteKY.com. Are you looking for a stable career with excellent benefits, 401k MASH, paid time off, and tuition reimbursement? CoreMark is here. We are ready to support you and your career goals. When you join us, you'll discover a culture that encourages you to grow and challenges you to achieve. We embrace each employee as family. Our incentive pay structure rewards you based on your own performance. Show us your commitment, and we'll show you how to earn the money you deserve. Call a recruiter today, 270-259-9341, or stop by for an interview. Walk-ins welcome. CoreMark is an equal opportunity employer. Apple has no plans for big layoffs. CEO Tim Cook's comment to CNBC on Thursday puts Apple in sharp contrast with other big tech players which have laid off thousands of employees this year. Cook didn't rule out the possibility of layoffs, but said Apple isn't planning any and that job cuts would only be a last resort. A new artificial intelligence system developed at the University of Texas could help those with speech issues. It's designed to translate brain activity into a continuous stream of text. A test of the technology had people listen for hours to podcasts while hooked up to an MRI scanner. It wasn't a word-for-word match, but it did translate the gist of their thoughts. And OpenAI lost more than half a billion dollars last year developing chat GPT. The company has raised at least $4 billion and has a wealthy partner in Microsoft. But CEO Sam Altman has reportedly suggested that his company will need to raise $100 billion this year to keep up with the cost of operating and improving ChatGPT. Tech Report, Mark Mayfield.
Today is Victory in Europe Day, generally known as VE Day or V Day. May 8, 1945, the formal acceptance by the Allies of Nazi Germany's unconditional surrender of its armed forces. Today is National Have a Coke Day, a day to enjoy a glass of ice-cold Coca-Cola. Cans of Coke first appeared in 1955. Some call it soda, some call it pop. Everything's just a Coke in these parts. I'll have a Coke. Pepsi? No, Coke. No socks day, when we're encouraged to avoid wearing socks to feel less encumbered and help the environment by creating less laundry. I'm going to pass. I like having my socks on. You're you're a soccer, huh? You may be like creating less laundry, but you may be creating more funk around around you. Uh That's right. Got to be careful. Smelly feet. Uh, Many, some of you perhaps, got up early on Saturday to watch the coronation of King Charles III and the Queen Consort, uh, Camilla. So it was a most of the regal pomp and circumstance that you would expect. The name that escaped us on Friday was Louis. Louis is the is the prince that always is good for a good show. He was the one on the balcony during the Jubilee that was had his when the flyover happened, he put his arm like it was shaking his head and then he did that again over the weekend over the flyover. He it, only it was a different expression, I think. Uh but he is very photogenic and of William and Kate's children He's the one most likely to put on a show. So uh, he was yawning. Here's a photo of him and yawning like, yeah, we were all yawning during this. But he's a cute kid. He is a very cute kid. Uh, William looks in the photograph here. William looks more. He looks more like a king than Charles does. I don't know why, but William's not in the picture that I have. Yeah. So. So here there's there's William right there. And. So, it makes me wonder how long before we get William. You know, if 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 uh, if Charles is like got his mother's genetic, well, and Prince Philip, he lived a long life too, so he may have another twenty years. Chances are, no, but it's certainly a, a possibility. But then they'll move to there the next two generations. And is what Williams in like his. 40s? Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's about right. But he just looks, I don't know, he just looks like a, for whatever reason, looks like a king. Now, Harry got relegated to the third row. He was on the Prince Andrew row. So basically, all you black sheep back there on <laughs> row three. And Harry didn't hang around for any of the, the pleasantries. He just was there for the ceremony, and then he bolted to get back to... Uh, across the pond back in the old United States of America. Now, a lot of people were having fun on Twitter about Megan sneaking into the coronation. Like she couldn't stay away. So they found this photograph of this guy. And so the, so the Twitterverse was speculating that this was Meghan Markle in disguise. I don't know how to describe this fella. Um, Wilford, Brim- Wilford Brimley mustache. Yeah, I got Kinda. the Wilford Brimley mustache in full white. I've never seen under eye bags quite like that. Yeah, yeah, they're. I, I think they're magnified by the spectacles. Gray, gray, just look Bieber a little, here. little larger. But this guy is actually, um, he is Sir Carl Jenkins, a legendary composer 
whose work was played during the ceremony. He, and he recently said he was honored to have a part in the coronation. He looks like a composer. He does look like a composer very much. You can sort of see him, like, even if he were conducting, you know, some type of musical group, you can see that like, hair tossing or something. I mean, musical composers have that. I mean, looks just like Dennis Cook's hair, too, you know? Very much. Very, very uh-huh. similar. Well, I, I don't Maybe he's got a little better bangs. I don't know. Yukon looks a little more like Prince William's hair. They got the same <laughs> hairstyle these days. I... Uh, another moment that went viral was Katy Perry, who looked stunning, by the way. She had trouble finding her seat at the coronation. So she was kind of wandering around mm-hmm. trying to find her seat. and But she did finally. She took the social media to address the comical viral moment. By the way, she's very self-deprecating. She's not afraid to laugh at herself. She said, don't worry, guys. I found my seat. So, <laughs> so she needed a handler to say, Miss Perry, you're... Sitting over here. I'll tell you, between coronation coverage and derby coverage, if you wanted hats, right, if you mm-hmm. wanted to see big fancy hats, there was there's never going to be another day where you'll have a greater concentration of hats from start to finish because starting with the coronation and finishing with the derby. Hats just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Then last night, I was shocked. Lionel and Katie, speaking of Katie, they performed at the coronation, which paved the way for Alanis Morissette and Ed Sheeran to be guest judges on American Idol. Well, Seacrest says we're going to Lionel and Katie in a minute. And I thought uh, that's they did some pre-recorded, you know, they did. So they do this handoff to Lionel, and he's standing there with Katie. And they kind of talk amongst themselves for a second, and I'm thinking... Okay, this is pre-recorded. They arranged the handoff, so it seems like a seamless transition. But then while they were talking, Charles and Camilla come out into like enjoying Katie and Lionel and basically asking, how long are you going to be using this room? And it was like a comedy bit that they did and just talked about, I wonder. <laughs> then they got serious in their performance, and I thought, the king and the queen are on American Idol, and then they left, and then you could tell it was live between Ryan talking and between uh, Lionel and Katie, so I thought it was a major score for American Idol. Maybe that was part of the deal, mm-hmm. but because you'll notice there was no Adele, there was no Ed Sheeran at the coronation, so some of the Brits sat it out, so they had to come across the pond and grab some Yanks to come perform. So American Idol might have said, well, you can have Lionel and Katie, but we're going to need you all to do a bit for us on Mm -hmm. the show. And that might have been part of the trade. But the time change that was what got me because we were watching it at seven o'clock central time. So flash forward six hours. And that's sure it was live. Yes, I am. Unless American Idol is not live, but they announced the winner. Due to the live voting, like that, it. What if it was just one of those things where Ryan Seacrest had the questions planned and they were ready to answer, kind of like a "How are you good. doing?" It looked. I'm great. Sam, That's good to hear, Sam. We're good at finding that stuff. Like uh-huh. it's I know. in I our industry, it's easy to spot those things, and I became convinced. So interesting. It's uh, it, that is a late night. I'd, I'd imagine the king would be in bed by then. I, my guess is the whole weekend was just party on Garth. <laughs> ben and jerry's has a new flavor just in time for summer this will be finding itself to your freezer at some point i would imagine i don't know why we haven't thought of this before ice cream sammy ice cream 
So Ben and Jerry's mm-hmm. just takes ice cream sandwiches, and they put some Oreos in there too, and then create this. Would you like to have a pint of mushed up ice cream sandwiches? I don't, with, I, without the Oreos, I, okay. I would be on board. Be and then I don't like Oreos. Well, but I would, I mean, Oreos, Oreo ice cream, good. Give me some Sammy ice cream, good. Mm-hmm. Put the two together, meh. Do you like, but they sometimes do those pints where it's, they are able to do it half and half, where you eat out of this half and you get the this one and you eat out of this half and you get that. the other. They're sometimes able to do that. I love ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, me too. So, I mean, just imagine it having it in pint form. My my problem with ice cream sandwiches is it's gone too quick. It's about four bites. Yeah, it's more than four, but not That's many more than We four. had the stretch there where we hosted the chamber luncheon, and we came back and had a freezer full of ice cream oh, sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, and for yeah. about three or four weeks, Everybody. it was all the ice cream sandwiches we could eat, mm. and then one day, they were gone. Yeah. They finally ran out. Yes. It was very disappointing. Apparently, fruit roll-ups are gangbusters in Israel. Americans caught trying to smuggle 375 pounds of fruit roll-ups as Israel goes gaga for the sweet treats. Now, I like some, I like fruit roll-ups. I haven't had any in forever, but I didn't realize they were, there's a whole black market for fruit roll-ups in Israel. Hmm. 375 pounds. The unidentified couple uh, who were smuggling them were stopped for going over the 11-pound food limit. You can take 11 pounds of food into Israel, no more. That's a lot of fruit roll-ups. You get 11 pounds, but 375 pounds? That's a lot of fruit roll-ups. How do you, yeah. wonder how many suitcases that was in, because there's a 50-pound limit, as we full well know. Mm -hmm. There's a 50-pound limit on the uh, airlines. So they must have been, they were traveling, they were traveling heavy. And then this headline is concerning a Florida father punches a 63-year-old umpire at his son's high school baseball game. 41-year-old Jorge Gonzalez struck an umpire over an argument during his son's baseball game at Liberty High School in Kissimmee. The sheriff's office says there that his son was being disruptive and chastised by the umpire, and then that led to the confrontation. Folks, when we no longer have youth athletics... Because we have no umpires, we will have ourselves to thank well, because we can't know, we don't know how to act. What New Jersey has started to do is anytime a parent gets kicked out, their punishment is that they then have to umpire X amount of games to like get reinstated. <laughs> That'd be fun. Do they get heckled? Oh, yeah. I better believe. Yeah. I, I think that the umpire has to heckle them. Can Come heckle. there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very, yeah, I think that's a good uh, turnabout, fair play. Can we, can we heckle Norman Chaffins as an umpire? We, I mean, we do all the time, whether it's in a game or not. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Did You Know is brought to you by our friends at ECTC Litchfield Campus, College for the Real World. Their summer by term is coming up, and uh, their summer session begins June 6th. So you can get your financing lined out, figure out your financial aid, all that stuff. Get an advisor, get your course schedule, and then know what your summer looks like. And certainly if you want to play a longer game as uh, the typical semester is wrapping up, then set your sights on coming up on the fall. It's college for the real world, and uh, it's a great opportunity. It's affordable right here at home, ECTC's Litchfield Campus, where they want to know, did you know the 1989 article that proposed the acronym LOL? Also suggested H for huh. You say, huh? 
They just said you could just use H, which I think is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, no, Reducing not. laugh out loud down to LOL seems to make sense. Mm-hmm. We got that down to three words. Mm-hmm. We should not feel under any obligation to take three letters and deduce it down to one. Mm-hmm. Right? We were yeah, reaching too far. Yeah, yeah I, so, I don't get that. Did it surprise you that the article that proposed LOL goes all the way back to 1989 when we were still doing cave drawings and hieroglyphics? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even think cars were invented then. <laughs> that, that's that's right. Uh, we had the Edsel. Oh. The weekend box office, much as we predicted. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 dethrones Mario. Guardians net $114 million, but Mario at two with $18.6 million. Chris Pratt, one and two. Is he is in both of those, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, Evil Dead Rise at three. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, at four. Love again. John Wick, Dungeons and Dragons, Air. It's the 12th. Yeah, I knew it was. Yeah, Air will be the, on Prime Video on the 12th. This week, Friday. That's right. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant at 9, and Sisu, I don't know what that is, S-I-S-U, does a whopping $1.1 million to take 10th place. The 10th place movie gets a million dollars across the country. Okay, fine with me. Prince is getting a Minnesota highway named after him. The seven-mile section of road travels past the beloved musician's former Paisley Park headquarters just outside Minneapolis, the portion of Minnesota State Highway 5, which cuts through the suburban areas of Chanhassen and Eden Prairie, will be called Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway. So they've got a uh, big should ceremony it, planned. The road, it should be like the road formerly known as... The road formerly known as <laughs> State whatever. Highway 5. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's idea. what probably the locals will call it. The road formerly known as State Highway 5. Oh, yeah, it's like if, if they ever changed the road out here, it'd, it'd always still be Brandenburg Road or 259. No, this is still part of John Asher Memorial. Oh, well, yeah, that yeah. goes all the way to the line. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I was surprised to learn, it's a, a show that I watch, CBS has canceled SWAT, starring Shamar Moore. He's one of the producers and stars on it. He plays Hondo. to reboot of a 1970s show, SWAT, and he said it makes no sense. And I'm kind of puzzled by it as as well. They are, um, ratings-wise, the number one show in their time slot. So I'm not sure what uh, CBS is, is doing. Now, you may recall that CBS also canceled Magnum P.I. and Magnum P.I. surfaced at NBC. So it makes me wonder if we've heard the last of SWAT. That's a pretty good lineup. They do that Fire Country and SWAT and Blue Bloods on Friday night. So if you're old like me, it's good TV. So it's <laughs> not just that it's ran its course and they've told, I mean, all the stories they can. Yeah, or? still still doing well. Um, I, you know, I mean, I remember when you started watching it. I mean, I attempted it. That's is it, it like ago. one of those, it's like a CSI where every, every show they have a different, <laughs> no. and then there's the mini storylines that continue throughout, but... Yeah, all you know. Every character is going through something in every episode, but then there's also the main crime that they're having to solve. It's the formula of every television show everywhere, or every drama everywhere. But it's 
you know, they're all tacked up in gear and they drive Black Betty, their big tactical assault vehicle. And they, it's just, I don't know. Do they just, play Black Betty when they Mama Now, they do not. Well, they couldn't sad. get the rights to Mama Now mm. on it. Big weekend for a lot of Swifties. She, uh, Taylor Swift performed, I know, Saturday night, but I think she had another show I, Friday last night. and Sunday night. It she was did three. Last night. Yeah, I think it was mm-hmm. Friday night, too. Friday, was Saturday, it? So Friday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Yes. So, wow. Uh, I Did they get last night's show in? They did. They did get it in? Yes. Okay. I had friends that went to all three nights. Oh, wow. Well, I knew. Different friends. Because, I was say, oh, I see. I got this like, no, like, no, no, no. Yeah. Different friends that went each night. Like, who's this wealthy friend you've not introduced uh, me to? No. So, yeah. And, and uh, the Elon one that Musk? went last <laughs> night, I mean, she played through the rain and all. Okay. Well, that's Saying why I was wondering, you, you know, that's, um, I didn't know how far south the rain was going. I thought it had caused at least a delay. But good to know that uh, she got it in. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, she's got home in Nashville. So when she comes to Nashville, she's uh, part of it is is feeling her home and uh, she's feeling at home. And so there are rumors, though, that she and uh, Maddie Healy from the 1975 are main squeezes of one another now. So they've been spotted. I don't know who. I think I know who the 1975 pretty is. pretty good. Do I know who Maddie Healy is? I, I don't know who Maddie Healy is. I know who the 1975 are. M-A-T-T-Y, I think it is. Uh, yeah, the 19, 1975 are pretty good. You might recognize one or two of their songs. I think we play some of them, don't we? Oh. Um, no. Wow. 19, 1975 would be more of a revolution. Oh, really? Okay. From down at Western. Um, you, you'd get a little bit. More maybe the point or something would be something. What was your reaction, huh? Oh, he well, he's thirty four, but I mean he has some interesting looks and styles. Wow. Okay. He has some interesting looks and styles. Yeah. I, I just mm-hmm. See, I honestly don't think I know what he looks like. Um so I mean all right, do, but do we approve him? Is he is he Taylor worthy? I guess that's what we're wanting I mean, to know. As far as I'm concerned, you're, you're a asking frog the wrong is, person no, on that. This is no, not even a frog. Was, so I, I like, mean, I was going to ask. I really, yeah. You don't, I, was you don't I can't believe I care Taylor worthy for Taylor worthy for her is probably you know random Billy Bob on the street and after this big tour, without a doubt, she's going to be the highest grossing entertainer of the year. Yeah. You know, the show that she's doing and doing multiple nights in multiple cities. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Have you ever considered that you see more suns at night than you do during the day? During the day, you can only see our sun. But at night, you can see the suns of other solar systems. Because that's what stars are, mm-hmm. suns of other solar systems. You're yes. kind of mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Makes you think, huh? Interesting. Does it make you feel insignificant? Well, not that. Okay. Top travel destinations for the summer. It's time of year where people start making plans. Memorial Day weekend will be here before you know it in the unofficial kickoff to the summer season. You will not be surprised to hear that Orlando, Florida is the number one domestic destination this summer. Followed by New York, New York, Las Vegas, Seattle, Miami, Los Angeles, Fort Lauderdale, Denver, Honolulu, and Chicago. Those are the top ten domestic travel destinations 
On the international scale, I'll go 10 to 1. Punta Cana at 10. Los Cabos at 9. Athens, Montego Bay, Amsterdam, Tokyo, Rome. And then top three, Paris, Cancun at 2. Listen, Cancun is great, but it's not ahead of Paris. Now, this is where people are going. Maybe it's affordable. Maybe it's a... Well, and and we don't know who we're necessarily polling. Have you been to Paris? Uh, sure, on the mm-hmm. Las Vegas Strip. Because I know, like, my my mom and has been, state. and she, she's not a Paris fan. I think yeah. she said it's kind of overrated, but it it's all in the eye of the beholder. I think there are those iconic things that you have to go to. The well, Louvre. the cook the cook girls have uh-huh. been there recently, and it's very you know a lot of tourist traps, and it's very and some of it is not particularly friendly. clean and not friendly and. I do think that I do think that if you travel to Europe, you should probably make a day of Paris, but yeah. then quickly get somewhere else. Like get to the south of France, go to Cannes, or go to Marseille, or go down on the Mediterranean, or you know, just Versailles. Do, do that or Versailles, as we we would say. Yeah, that would be a yeah. Let's see. I was trying to see if I knew. What's number one? Uh, London. Oh. That's what I was telling you the well, other day. You know, I, I I think it's something about the Queen and all that stuff well, that it's made London pop. My parents are going to Scotland next month. Not uh, London, but our Scotland. kids, Taylor and Cameron, they're going to London for, I mean, that's not the only place they're going, but they're going to London this summer. Now, they have a friend in London, so that's, you know, that's also one of the reasons. And then um, also, you might look into this. It's called Swedish Death Cleaning. And the headline of it, I had to stop and read it. Like, what is Swedish death cleaning? Swedish death cleaning is when you get to a point in your life that you stop accumulating things and you start addressing what to do with the things you do have so that you're not leaving them behind for someone else to deal with. I like it. Makes sense. I think for anyone who's had to help, you know, clean out an estate or... Ew. Move or, I mean, that can be extremely challenging. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being proactive and taking care of some of that stuff, going ahead and giving things to people that you want them to have sooner, and it, especially if you're not using them for just sitting around. TV tonight, Jeopardy Masters on ABC. So they take the top six highest ranked uh, contestants of all time and they face off. Of all time? No, the highest ranked current contestants. So you get uh, Amy Schneider, Matt Amodio, Matea Roach, Andrew Hee, Sam Buttry, and James Holzhauer. Season 2 finale of Fantasy Island on Fox tonight and the NHL playoffs, Las Vegas at Edmonton. And then if the weather holds off, we'll be at the Lady Cougar softball field as they take on Ohio County at 530 if the weather holds off. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1996, South Africa took another step from apartheid to democracy by adopting a constitution that guaranteed equal rights for blacks and whites. In 1541, Spanish explorer Hernando de Soto reached the Mississippi River. Regret became the first Philly to win the Kentucky Derby in 1915. In 1984, the Soviet Union announced it would boycott the upcoming Summer Olympic Games in Los Angeles. Good. Who needs you? We don't like a bunch of Russians anyway. 
Today's birthday is Tony Tennille is 83. Philip Bailey of Earth, Wind, and Fire is 72. Alex Van Halen is 70. Sam's favorite NFL coach, Bill Cower, is 66. Mm. Melissa Gilbert is 59. Half Pint is 59. Enrique Iglesias, Half Pint's been on our TV a lot this week. Yes. Pa! Pa! Enrique Iglesias <laughs> is 48 today. My grandma, my mom's mom, 95 today. She is? Yep. Well, happy birthday. Wow. Gone but not forgotten, Oscar Hammerstein, born in 1848. Harry S. Truman, born in 1884. Don Rickles, born in 1926. There's a classic comedian. Sonny Liston in 1932. Ricky Nelson, born in 1940. Let's go to Chart Toppers and go back to 1954. We'll do a little crooning. Fairy tales can come true. Old Blue Eyes himself. It can happen to you if you're young at heart. <laughs> did you ever see him live? I did. I know my parents did and said he was. I, I got a fantastic. chance. It was in his final days. Yep. Uh, my buddy John Bolton, who ran the marketing department at Robert Stadium. He said, I got tickets for Frank Sinatra if you want when I worked at Evansville. It's like, count me in. I got to see him. Yeah, I mean, I was just glad I got to see him, but it was rough. It oh, was really? all teleprompter. It was in the ring. It was in the round. He was in a boxing ring, kind of that type of setup, and he just went. He had a monitor on every point, and he would just yeah. rotate, and I thought it was just you could tell he was struggling, you know. But got to see him. Little Peggy March, number one. In 1963, I will follow him. I will follow him. Follow him wherever he may go. Okay, let's go to 1972. Now, this is the killer speaking. The killer, Jerry Lee Lewis. Do I like what? I sure do like it, baby. Let's go to... Nailed it. <laughs> Let's go to... I could do like Ooh. the killer and slide my chair out from underneath me. He would throw that piano bench back behind him. Sheena Easton's number one morning train, nine to five. Number one is date 1981. I think that was recorded on a Memorex. Let's just take the nine to five dolly instead. Let's go to 1990. We'll go from 81 to 90. I remember the day this song showed up in the studio. Ah, money, money, lots and lots of money. 1999 was No Scrubs TLC. Also known as a Busta. No Air, Jordan Sparks, number one in 08. Ed Sheeran, Shape of You, number one in 2017. The Idol contestants last night did... Alanis Morissette songs in competition than they did duets in exhibition of Ed Sheeran songs 
And they did a tremendous job on some of those Ed Sheeran songs and a lot of the Atlantis Morissette songs, too. So it's worth going back and watching if you uh, if you haven't seen it. it. It was nice to have a little change of pace, you know, by having Ed Sheeran and Alanis Morissette did they give good? on there. Yeah, they did a good job. Of course, now it's up to America, so it's all who votes. And so the judges, you know, it are They're generally... Yeah, right. At this point, they're just along for the ride on what America decides. So generally, all of their commentary is popular because they're trying not to put their thumb on the scale with the with the voters. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. You can't fall if you don't climb, but there's no joy in living your whole life on the ground. You can't fall if you don't climb, but there's no joy in living your whole life on the ground. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the notes.